Hey. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome back to a long, 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 long awaited episode of the Gemini Minded Podcast. I'm back in this thing. <clears throat> so, as y'all could probably hear, my voice is a little whatever. But I had to come back. It's officially Gemini season. Like, we here. We made it. <laughs> so, yes, welcome back to the Gemini Minded Podcast, y'all. I know y'all probably like, what's going on? But y'all should be used to my shenanigans. So, without further ado, what's up? So, I wanted to start off today um, with some celebrity birthdays because... It's Gemini season, so why not? Why why not? Why not? So, um, what is his name? The dude from Greenleaf. What is he? He was the pastor of Greenleaf, the father and all that. His name is Keith David. His birthday is today. Woo! I didn't know he was a Gemini. Like every year I find out somebody else is a part of the Gemini gang. Like we really, we really some elites for real. Like if y'all didn't know, y'all need to really like. Y'all know today. <laughs> y'all know now. <laughs> um, El DeVarge, if y'all don't know about the popular singing group, the DeVarges. You know, the ones, the light-skinned ones with the with the wavy hair and all that curly hair. Them and um, Angelina Jolie. So, yes, give it up for my fellow Geminis. <clears throat> now, <laughs> I don't want to come on here and start no controversy but we all know that it's a difference between the June Geminis and May Geminis. And although I stand us all, you you June was our little unhinged. But I love y'all still. Y'all y'all part of the game. <laughs> but if you are familiar <clears throat> just with like astrology in general and just like when the signs switch from one part of the month to the other part of the month, like you can tell a significant difference in like characteristics and stuff like that but no hate or nothing like that but it is a difference so whatever so yeah <laughs> but guys like I'm just so happy to be back <clears throat> I don't want to start with all this you know but I just y'all just got to deal with it <laughs> but yes um so of course my birthday passed it was in May um I had an amazing birthday it's like every year is just getting better and better on one of my first cruise. So if you've never been on a cruise, go. Like, don't walk. Run. It is so much fun. Um, like, of of course, throughout it, you start feeling like, you know, the rockiness of it. But it's not too bad where you feel like you got to grip the wall or something like that. It's just like a slight little movement. And um, I guess that's where people say, like, the, oh, they feel the motion sickness. But I never felt, like, actual sickness from the motion or the movement of the boat um it was just I just felt a little unsteady but I never felt sick like I had to go get like medicine or anything for it it was just <clears throat> it was just minor for me some people like they had to get medicine they had like these little patches or something you put behind your ears I guess to help with the motion sickness but I didn't have to do all that um everybody is different but I, that would be like I feel like that's the main concern for people is like oh I'm gonna feel I'm going to feel the motion from the constant movement or whatever, but it really wasn't that bad except for like the one day where we was just like, um, 
we had a day at sea where we didn't go anywhere. We was just at sea. So that's like, you know, the most movement we felt. But it was so much fun. It's so much to do. Um, it's always some type of an event going on, a comedy show. They have clubs, casinos. It's so many different things you could do. Um, I was more so like just scared because I, I, I just feared that I would feel like I was like trapped, you know, just in the middle of the ocean. You can't just get out and go or like, I don't know, you know, they got a lot of crazy stories, pirates and shit. They be taking over boats. That shit is real. But um, I ain't feel none of that. I just really didn't even feel like I was in the water. It was just like a big ass party. Like, I don't know. It was fun. So if you never did that, please do it. It's it's, it's an experience. So, yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, so um, I don't know. I, I'm, I be... <laughs> I don't want to say that I'm just living my best life and I just can't get on here and podcast, but it's just really, it really takes a lot of time and energy and I don't want to come on here and be just boring as hell or whatever. And I really don't like coming on here sick because I don't like, I already don't like the way my voice sounds. <laughs> and I know I'm not the only one. I know a lot of people, they like record videos and stuff or they hear themselves in the background. They be like, oh, like you just feel so cringy hearing your voice or whatever. And I'm one of them people. And I'm like, I really don't want to be on here horse and all that, but <clears throat> the show must go on. Okay. The listeners, <laughs> they need something new. Okay. So yes. So yeah, we, we back in here. So much has been going on. Um, y'all know life is just, it's crazy. Every second, something different is happening. Something crazy is going on. So <sighs> I just pray that everybody mental health is being nurtured and protected just in life in general, because it don't have to be nothing crazy going on. It's just like, you got to protect it just in advance, just in case something crazy happened, just in case you have to deal with something because life is so unpredictable. So I hope everybody is really nurturing and just taking care of themselves in general, mentally, physically, financially, whatever way, you know, that your life should be taken care of because it's just, it'd be crazy. Okay. Just be real crazy. <laughs> but I, um, I'm mad because I really didn't get to podcast last month or whatever, but I just wanted to speak on how, how bomb the month of May is. Like, it's so bomb because it's so much that goes on in that month. It's so much like just new beginnings and like, it's just bomb. Like it's prom season in May. Mother's Day is in May. Of course, my birthday is in May. Like everything just be going on. Like it's just, it's just a month of like new beginnings and refreshingness and the flowers get to blooming and all of that and it's just like how can you not love it I'm so honored <laughs> so yes okay but um I wanted to come in with some not so good stuff I hate to have to come here like this but I definitely want to honor a great who has recently passed which is Tina Turner and um I did find out about it on the cruise I was so devastated like I it really hit me hard I was like, not Tina. I just feel like we all watched her struggles, like just watching the What's Love Got to Do with a movie and stuff and just like hearing her story over the years and just like Ike being the <laughs> the villain and how he just like played on my girl's top. Like it was just, it was crazy. So I just feel like, I don't know, sometimes you, you think of people and you feel like they just should live on forever. Like all the stuff that they've been through, they should never die. I don't know. It's it's weird. <laughs> it's a weird like way to think, but that's how I just that's how I feel sometimes. Like you've been through enough. Like 
you should never have no hurt, harm or nothing against you. Like you should just be able to live out the rest of your life and just be extremely happy, which I feel like she was, um, you know, with her husband, he was younger, whatever, but he just made sure he poured into her and like made sure that he made her feel important. He also like donated one of his kidneys and stuff to her. And I just feel like she, she was loved properly, like at the end of her life. And like, that's a beautiful thing because some, some of us are just some people in his life. They just, all they know is hurt and they go to the grave and they still experiencing that hurt and never get, you know, the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Like they just suffered all their life. And I hate, you know, that for people. Um, we all know some people do deserve it or whatever. Um, but yeah, I just feel like the people who deserve to win, sometimes they don't get that opportunity. You know, they just, they just never see happiness. So, I mean, I'm glad that she was able to find happiness. And, um, you know, it was always got to be, you know, they had the jokes and stuff. So I like, was waiting for her at the um, pearly gates and all that type of stuff. We all know that he ain't going. <laughs> we all know where I guess where I guess, um descended to. But no, um, you know, it's always the jokes and stuff on the Internet and all that. And it was just, you know, a lot of stuff come out when somebody died, you know, the vaults of all the um, secrets and everything just get cracked wide open and. It just be like a mess. So they basically was just saying like, oh, she was really the issue. Ike, you know, he wasn't even the one that was like doing all that. Like they they lied and all this type of stuff. And I'm just like, I ain't heard that until she died. So I don't know. And Ike was alive many years after that. And I'm like, I don't remember if he ever came out and said, oh, they was lying or they had a lawsuit or something. I don't know what to believe. But baby, what's love got to do with it? That's one of my favorite movies. I was forced to watch it as a kid. My grandmother well, make me watch movies with her. And those that was one of the ones I had to sit there and watch with her. And I love it. And I just feel like this is her story. This is their story. Like, this ain't no, this is the real person, like, who told their life story. I just feel like, why would she just lie like that? I don't know. People lie every day, but that story, I'm sticking to the story. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm rocking with her. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't care. Um, I also wanted to speak on the Jackie O situation. We all know, and if you don't know, um, DC Young Fly, he's a comedian. The um, his fiance and the mother of his three children. She just recently passed. It's been like a couple of days. She's passed. She was the tender age of thirty-two. She died from complications um, from plastic surgery. Um. I don't want to um y'all to death, but I, I'm here. I am, <laughs> but she it's so heartbreaking. <clears throat> First and foremost, because we live in a society where we have to appear to be perfect, and it's even worse for people who's in the limelight and who is um you know social media like influence and stuff influencers and stuff like that, and they feel like everything has to be perfect. Like, if you have a blemish here, you have, like, a wrinkle here, like, it's just, like, the end of the world. So, I really hate that for them. And even me as just a regular person, like, I still feel like I have to be a certain type of way. I got to make sure that, you know, I got it tucked in or I got it sucked in because somebody is going to say something, which I honestly don't care. But for me personally, my personal preference, I'd be like, oh, I want to just, you know, 
I wanted to be a certain type of way. But I couldn't imagine being a celebrity and the spotlight is on you all the time. Ooh, sorry. And every single thing that you do is like critiqued. And like, it, it's just, it's a mess. And it's like, you can't even live a normal life because you really living your life for spectators. The people who, i.e. call themselves your fans or your followers and all the type of stuff, you have to live a certain lifestyle to appease to them. And it sucks. And that's that's where all of it start in the beginning. Like if it wasn't for any of that, she could perfectly, she can heal perfectly fine. She can be a mom who's um, going through postpartum or whatever, or just have the postpartum body and it'd be okay. Yo, her baby ain't even one yet. Her newest baby is not even one yet. So give your body time to heal. You know what I'm saying? Like that type of stuff, it takes time to heal. It takes six months to a year to really start, you know, getting back to his normal form and everything and it's just like they everybody rushes it because it's like we living in a new york minute where everything is on social media so it has to be fast it has to be you know almost just like a like a fairy tale type of thing and it sucks and i really hurt not only for her children not only for dc but for her for her soul for you know just what she may have went through to feel like this is what she even had to do for herself you know like they want to label it label it oh this is the mommy makeover and all this type of stuff and you know it's just so many other ways you can do stuff and if you be patient pull yourself back from social media stop putting yourself in the spotlight so much because although you are a celebrity you pick and choose how much you want people to see how much you want pe- you want to let people in on you know if you don't want nobody to see you for a year until you fully healed you ain't got to do that and you can heal however you 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 want to heal. You can change your diet. You can work out. You can do whatever. But when you you doing it in front of everybody, it's different. It make you feel rushed. It make you feel like you're under so much pressure. Like step back. Just because you're a celebrity and you 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 in a certain under a certain eye, you don't have to give these people nothing. You don't owe these people nothing. And the way that I am right now, let me be a celebrity. You wouldn't be able to tell because I'm a I'm still. A private person. It's nothing secretive about it, but I'm private. And what I choose to allow y'all in on, that's just it. Everybody don't have to have a part of what's going on with your life. And then they loved everybody loved to they love to um vlog and show every little detail and stuff. And it's like if you constantly behind the, the camera, then it's you constantly gonna get the criticism. And it's just like take a step back. It's okay. I know that's how you make your money and stuff, but like you gotta you gotta take a step back so that you can nurture the things that are important for your well-being, you know? And it's just sad. And then to make it even worse is the fact that the man, I think he was board certified, but he wasn't he he didn't have a like a license. It's like he took the test. And pass all the tests that he needed to take, but he didn't actually go that next step and, you know, become a licensed um, surgeon. And what's even crazier is the fact that he has been doing this for many, many years. So what's so hard about you just getting your the right credentials and doing the right thing? And then on top of that, it's like... <laughs> If you can pass that test, like you're qualified to do everything, but then it's like you just too lazy to to go forward with with making the next taking the next step to be 
A1. And it's like, if somebody can be that lazy to the point where they don't even want to go get the right credentials, they want to just get to work and just get to doing stuff. It's like, it shows. Because you were being sloppy. You was just rushing. It was all about the money at some at one point. And it's just, it's sad that her life had to, to be taken because of that. Because they said, basically, she had complications after the fact. So he must have did too much of something. Was just whatever. And for him to have been doing it for years, you know, people... People can vouch for his work. So it's a lot of people who said, like, I used to love his work, but as of yet, and as of lately, he has been getting sloppy. He hasn't been doing, you know, it's, he's been botching a few people and all of that. And that goes back to, like, <sighs> reviews and stars and stuff like that. And I just was having a conversation yesterday, and we were talking about, because I was, me and my family were going out to eat to celebrate my birthday. And... I had sent it, sent the information over and they was like, oh, let me send you some other stuff because, you know, the star, the, the reviews and the stars is not so good and stuff like that. And I was just like, um, I'm really not that type of girl. Like when it comes to like certain stuff, like if it's a new restaurant or something in my city, I'm going to just go try it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not here to be like, oh, the reviews is so bad. The stars is so bad. I'm really, I'm really not like that. But when it comes to something as serious as like your health and you getting surgery and stuff. Oh, hell, like, why wouldn't you? Like, that is like gold. That's the first thing you should go to. Fuck the prices. Because, of course, you want to get a deal or something like that. But you want to make sure that these people is doing quality work on people. They not, because your life is at stake. If you look at reviews and they talking about some people that died behind this man, no. And then they say, like, oh, the surgery was, like, pro bono. It was just, like, an exchange for... Um, her like promoting his business or whatever, and that would be just like the compensation or whatever that she, you know, that she had to pay. And it's just like, and that's cool and everything because of course a lot of people exchange services for services. You you offer one service, another person offer one service. Y'all just swap them out, and that's it. No money exchange. It's just like, hey, you did a service for me, I did a service for you. Cool. But when it comes to something as serious as that, you cannot play with that. This is your life sweetheart and everything that I do in this life me being a mother I have to I have to buckle down 10 times more because I have to make it back home to my babies and that is one of the, that is just it's just something that as a mother as a parent your mindset changes and it's a lot of things that I won't even tamper with or play with because I have to make it back home to my kids and I just couldn't even though I wouldn't be here no more I wouldn't even I wouldn't be settled my soul wouldn't be settled knowing that I let them down. They never forgive me for that because they like, they'd be like, you didn't even have to do that, you know? So it's a lot of things that I wouldn't even do because I have kids, because I know like I'm here for them. I got, I have a higher purpose. It's not just about me no more. It's about making sure that my kids have a mother who is present and show up for them every day. So it's certain stuff I will not do. I don't care how unhappy I'm, I am with certain things in my life. It's just certain roads avenues I won't go down because I have children and I always say like oh if I didn't have kids ain't no telling where I would be my life probably would have been cut short so long ago because I'll just be doing whatever because guess what I can all I got to live for is me so it's up <laughs> but you have three beautiful babies their their life depends on you you know what I'm saying like it just sucks but it's just like 
Everybody is different, but you have to, have to, have to. If you're going to do any of these things, you have to make sure it's A1 because it, your health is on the line. Your health is on the line. And when you got babies, you are, you you can't just do what you want to do. Your life is just no longer just yours, you know. And having a child is a very selfless act. And you can't worry about you at the end of the day. Sometimes you got to just make a decision where your kid's best interest is at heart. Like, and that's just it, period. Like, it sucks. It really, really sucks. And um, if you're going to get this stuff, because I'm not, I'm not, I don't condone any of it. But if this is something that you want to do, I, I, I'm 100% behind you. If this is something that you, you like, I'm not going to judge you or nothing like that. It's not something that I would do personally myself, but anybody who, who's around me, they want to do it. I will support a thousand percent. Just make sure you take the safest route. You dot all your I's and cross all your T's. Hey, that's your life. Do what you choose to do or whatever. But I'm not someone who's for it because that's just me, but it's not it, it's not up to me. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, um, I just want everybody to be safe. I really do because it, it's just, it's very unfortunate. And it, it really starts with you loving yourself any shape, way or form, because I've been going through changes with my body and it's like, I've never experienced this type of weight gain or weight loss or whatever. And I just have to love on myself. And if I don't love what I see when I wake up every day, then I got to do something about it. But that's not the route that I want to go down. But since I don't like certain stuff, I, I work a little harder on certain things or I changed my diet or I changed my way of thinking or I changed my lifestyle patterns. Like, that's the route you had to go. It's not always an easy, simple fix. Like, oh, let me go. Let me go do this because I got the money to do this or I have the status to do this. Like, that's not always the route to go. But um, I just want to send up like, a lot of love and prayers to everyone who is involved in the situation, all her friends and family members and everything, and just her children who will never have any understanding behind the loss of their mother. They will never have any understanding of that. Never, never, ever, ever. Waking up every day and, sorry, waking up every day and not not seeing her face, not hearing her voice. And that's what you grew, grew to know every day of your life as a child. They never had no understanding. And it just really sucks. But um, I pray that her soul heals. And, you know, it's just, it's sad. I'm tired of hearing these stories. I'm really sick and tired of hearing it. And it's like, there's other ways we can do stuff. And I know it's not as easy for one person that it, that it is for the next person. But you got to just keep going. Okay? I definitely want to get in on the topic of um, Pride Month. So, <laughs> okay. So I am here for it. Anything that celebrates people that that need celebrating because you have to break through barriers and everything like that, I am a thousand percent here for it. But um, certain things just really boggles my mind. So I'll definitely shout out to everyone that's in the LGBT community. I have a lot of friends and family that's a part of that's a part of it, and I love y'all like a million times but um it's just always so much controversy behind it and I wanted to tap into some of that because it really is a mess <laughs> so like yeah a lot of people has been transitioning 
Now it's been it's been a thing that has been going on for ever. But the issue with me is that people has been transitioning from one sex and then later on feeling like they want to transition back to their birth sex. And I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Who am I to say what I don't like about the? I don't like it. It's not okay because you tampering just with a lot of, with a lot of stuff. You change, you are changing your hormones. You're changing just the genetic makeup of your body. And it's like a game to a lot of people who's, who think that they, they can just go from one sex to the other just in a New York minute. And it's okay. That's not cool. It's really not cool. It's so many different rules and laws that are being made and changed to support the trans community, the LGBT um, community. And then it's like a game. It's like a slap in the face. Because if we're doing all these things to make sure that you are included, it's a lot of inclusion that has to take place these days. And for you to say, oh, I want to trans, I, I want to, <clears throat> I want to become, I'm, I'm a female, but I want to become a male. And then they allow you to do things that is male oriented. Like, oh, you can use the male bathrooms. You can use the male um, locker rooms and all these different stuff, all these different, these different things. And for you to later turn around and be like, oh no, I changed my mind. That's not cool. So us as females, we're supposed to be comfortable with you coming back that you trans, you, you want to go back and say, oh, now I want to be a woman again. It's a game. It's a joke. And then it's like, you guys want everybody to take everything so serious when it comes to this. And it's like, oh, you have to know the pronouns and you have to make sure that you are, um, telling, like calling people by the right pronouns and you can't misgender people and all this type of stuff. But it's like, we do all of this and make sure that you are included and you feel included. And then you turn around and be like, I changed my mind. How do y'all think that makes us feel? And as um, straight heterosexual people, we don't get to do that. We don't get to pick and choose whether we want to be something different today and then tomorrow. Like, no, that's not okay. <clears throat> and if you are not a thousand percent sure, you shouldn't take those steps to become another gender. And I, I just don't even like the fact that it's a thing. We were all born a certain type of way. And I feel like it's a slap in the face to God as well. Like, oh, I, I, I don't like what you made me. So I'm gonna just be something else. Like, it's just weird to me that people think that it's an it's an okay type of thing it's a situation i'm gonna read a particular situation because it's like a it's like a, a game like kid like a child game that people are playing and a lot of people livelihood depends on this type of stuff and there's so many people who genuinely feel trapped within their body and feel like i really should have been born as a female or i really should have been born as a male and they it's to the point where they're tortured every single day and they can't even take the steps to become another gender. But it's people who has, who has the money and can take the steps and then play with it and be like, up, oh, I changed my mind. Like, let's be for real. So over it. <clears throat> so it's a, um, a female to male, male transgender person. She reversed her transition because the reason that she reversed her transition guys it's because she said being a man was too hard and too expensive. Let's have a moment of silence for the stupidity. Because it was too hard 
and too expensive? What? So it's a game, right? It's a it's a game. It's something you can cut on, and you can shut off whenever you get ready to, right? And then they wonder why so many, why so much controversy behind it, and why so many people don't take it seriously because y'all don't take it seriously. If it's something you could just play with and just do whatever you want to do with it, no, we're not taking it seriously. We're not changing. We not. We need to stop going out of our way, Congress and all this stuff, to make it so that y'all are comfortable to play games. It's it's too it's it doesn't make sense. And then for the people who really has these true genuine feelings from childhood, it makes it harder for them because of people like that. Like, what are you talking about? Because it's too hard and expensive. It's not a game. This is real life. A male that woke up and he's a heterosexual male, he's a male every single day. Whether it's too hard or expensive for him, he still got to be a male. So whatever he has to go through with with <laughs> that comes with being a male, it doesn't end. You don't get to shut it off. You don't get to cut it on when you get ready to. Like what? And as the doctors and stuff like that, they should be, it should be a thing where they can't even, they can't reverse you back. You already transitioned. So that's all. Like you don't get to, you don't get no take backs. You don't get to be an Indian giver with your trans, <laughs> your gender. Like what? And I don't know. I don't know if that's like a, um, like a racial like slur or something like that. But me growing up, it was always, and I don't even know the, the meaning behind it, like the actual meaning, because everything got a different meaning behind it. But growing up, I used we always used to say, like, if somebody gave you something and let you have it or whatever, and then they was like, oh, they want it back, they try to take it back, they were an Indian giver. Now, what I will do is do try to see if I can do some research on that, because I don't want to just be saying stuff, because I do have a platform, and just like, you know, in that way, because, yeah. But yeah, that's not cool. You don't get to do that. Like you don't get to be like, oh, it was just too much. I, I as a male, male to female. Oh, I just got tired of doing my hair, get my hair done every day. I had to keep on getting my nails done. It was just too expensive. I'm just gonna be a man again. Like what? That sounds so stupid. Like that sounds like like a a child. Like. Oh, I don't want to. Oh, I'm not gonna clean up my room today because, like, it's just like some kid stuff. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it, and I would be like, I wouldn't even be okay as myself coming out to say that and trying to like, oh, this is my story. I'm telling my story because it's crazy how the amount of people who is transform, who's transforming, transitioning. Why do I keep saying transforming? Why transitioning back to their both birth sex? And to me, I just think it's a game. And y'all want somebody to respect it. And it's like, how? How? What are, like, how? How am I respecting something that you don't even respect? It's just, it's crazy to me. And then, like, when they, like, when somebody tweeted this, they said they, like, talking about the person talking about them, they don't want to take out the trash no more. They want to be a princess. You could have been doing that because you was, you was a, a princess anyway. You was a queen anyway. So... I don't get it. It just, it, it don't make sense. <laughs> and that's, that's another thing too. Cause when a lot of the, um, the studs or like the more butch females, and I don't know if I'm, if I have the right, um, wording or whatever, but it's so much, but y'all want people to take y'all so serious. But every time you turn around, 
it's a stud or a butch <laughs> female that is pregnant by a straight male. And it ain't just, oh, we just did this just because we wanted I wanted a child or whatever. I wasn't attracted to me. No, they they be attracted to me and they be with me, but they want somebody to take them serious as what they they their pronouns. But it's like how? When every time you turn around, you doing things as that you know a straight female would do but now you want somebody to respect you as a, a gay I, I i don't i don't get it i don't get it it's too much it's too much to tap into and um i just don't have time for it and it, it's just a lot of back and forth and i feel like there's a lot of people who are really just confused and that's what they always say like oh when people like come out to their parents so they're like oh you just confused you don't really know what you want right now and it's starting to really it's that's starting to really show and people be so offended like no this is what i really want it's like okay well stand stand behind it stand on it and this was really going on nobody's here to try to force you to be a certain type of way but at the end of the day i feel like if this is what's going on you have to pick a side if you're not labeling yourself as bisexual and if you're going to to the extremes to actually transition to a whole nother sex you stand on it you Nobody got to stand on that but you. You got to be true within yourself. Something that you're claiming that is also like real. It doesn't make sense to me. And that's where I have a lot of issues with it because it's a lot of people how I feel like is just want to switch back and forth. Just want to do this and want to do that person. And they just all over the place. You just want to, you just, just want to be sexually free. And if that's what you want to do, say that. But don't sit up and transition to a whole nother sex and then be like, up, oh, change my mind. Don't want to do this anymore. Don't want to take out the trash. Don't want to get my hair cut. What? Come on. It don't make sense. <clears throat> so make it make sense. It's, it's, it's weird. <clears throat> um, but I'm gonna transition <coughs> to another subject. <laughs> oh my goodness. So yeah. So basically. It was some um, controversy about a dentist office and they had like a, um, basically like a sign that was saying like the things that were not acceptable within their establishment. And the list consisted of no bonnets, no house shoes and no pajama bottoms. <laughs> and basically a lot of people are feeling like it's a situation where they're anti-black because to be honest, a lot of black females, even males, like to wear bonnets in public. <clears throat> um, now, <laughs> this is very debatable because when it comes to house shoes and come to pajama bottoms, everybody do it. I don't think it's just one set race that be like, oh, I'm wearing pajamas. Like I see, if, to be honest, I see more white people wearing pajama bottoms and just pajamas outside in general on the house shoes. Um, so it that's, I don't know. Not with the bonnets. I, I don't think I've ever seen like nobody <laughs> wearing no bonnets. I don't know. But mm, I don't know. Cause it do it do look bad, but it's also a thing where like bonnets is a thing that you wear in like the a medical profession. Um so a lot of people like for cultural reasons, like with being like Muslim and stuff, you know, women have to keep their heads and their crowns covered and if they don't want to be fully clothed in their, um, I don't know what's the name of it, but they, you know, they probably would prefer to wear a bonnet just to keep their crown covered or whatever. And I think it's like, it, it becomes controversial when you have to think about like, oh, 
this may this may be for religious preferences or something like that. Like, I don't know. But it's debatable whether it's anti-black or not, because I feel like it's it's a lot of white people that come in with their pajamas on. And I don't know. <laughs> so they could just be talking about everybody in general. It could just be a, a blanket statement, like where it's just, you know, it covers everybody. So I don't know. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Um, so I have a, a situation where I just I just want to know, like, women, are you okay with pop ups? Like, are you okay with with a male just popping up and just like, you know, not letting you know, like, oh, that they were coming or whatever? Like, do you think it's cute? You like, do you think it's like, oh, you know, he was thinking about me. He just wanted like, is it a thing like that, or you think like that's a deal breaker? Like. That's border. That's not even borderline, but that's like stalker mode. Um, you can't be trusted. You don't respect my boundaries. You don't respect my privacy. Like, what do y'all think about that? <clears throat> it's a um, it was a text conversation that a woman had, and the dude was apologizing. It was like, yeah, he was apologizing. He was saying sorry for just showing up at your crib like that. He like hit me back when you're not busy. So, <laughs> for me, just him, I. <sighs> Just those two messages seems to be like he's entitled. Like as a man who feels hurt, like, oh, she, how dare she be busy or not be, you know, available when I pop up at her crib or whatever. Like, what do you mean hit me back when you're not busy? If you would have did did things the proper way, proper way and reached out to me and let me know. Oh my goodness, excuse me. <laughs> if you would have reached out properly and let me know like oh you wanted to see me or something like that it wouldn't have been a, a thing where I would have been busy because I could have made time for you and we could have set up an actual date or something for you to come when I wasn't busy not you just popping up and feeling butthurt because I was busy don't ever do that like what and then she was like yeah what the f was that about and he was like plug my number in like what dudes really don't take <laughs> women serious like when a man is interested in you when a man like has access to you in any type of way you really it's like you really don't have control over your life no more in their eyes it's like whatever they want comes before anything that you want anything any of your um inhibitions any of your rules or any of your whatever's don't mean nothing like like plug my number in i ain't even had your number saved and you thought it was okay to pop up at my, at my house? Like, what? Like, somebody, she needed to be calling the police because that was that was out of line. I don't even have your number saved. And you know I ain't got your number saved. And you just thought it was okay to pop up at my house. So she like, how did you get my address? The man said he Googled it. <laughs> I need more because I need to know where she even meet him at. Like, how? what? You don't, First of all, she ain't got his number. And he Googled your address? What? <laughs> he like, it's public information. So he really just feeling like, how dare you feel a way about me coming over here or having your address and nothing? It's public information? What? Damn. And then he he goes on to say, damn, I'm sorry. I thought you would be happy to hear from me. I just miss you was all my bad. Hit me back if you, if you want when you're not busy. <clears throat> so did you Google her number too? Because Google need to get it to fucking gather. We're not living in the times where 
the white pages and the yellow pages just pop up at your doorstep and you it's just public information like that where you could just call whoever and play on whoever phone or call your church member and, and see if they had some stockings for you like we're not we're not living in them times no more like people's information needs to be confidential because people are fucking crazy like we're not living in a time where people is just not getting killed for no reason and people are not being stalked or people are not being raped and all these different things. Like we're not living in a time where that's not a thing. Public information, my ass. We need to start being able to like, no, that's not cool. What? <sighs> that is just like real crazy to me. Like, and he just like, so like nonchalant about it. Like, Oh, it's public information. Like what's the problem? Like it's a, everything is a problem. It, the whole thing is a big problem. Like, what? <sighs> he didn't blew me. <laughs> he didn't blew me like all the way back. <clears throat> I don't know. Like that. He mm -mm, not cool. Um, <laughs> I wanted to insert a little fun fact right quick since I ran across it or whatever, but. I don't know it's weird because a lot of people haven't really tried like oxtail or really like tried Jamaican food and I just kind of thought it was so such a popular thing like every I'm sure everybody didn't try that and I guess it's because I am Jamaican I feel like everybody should tap into it I don't know but um oxtail so they are talking <clears throat> you know it's, it's becoming more of a popular dish more people are trying it now and it, when i think about it it is weird it's not normal it's not like it's just chicken or fish it's freaking oxtail never even seen an ox in my damn life so it's really not that popular <laughs> but um so basically somebody had um they had cooked like some oxtail pasta she looked bomb and here goes somebody coming with their little fun fact to insert on this bomb video with this delectable looking looking food and they like oxtail is extremely poisonous <laughs> i was like a girl when cut from the ox a small sack of toxic fluid is released throughout the tail it must be thoroughly cooked for 12 hours and nights oh not 12 hours 12 days <laughs> nobody doing all that <laughs> what it must thoroughly be cooked for 12 days and nights before consumption. Even the fumes released during cooking is extremely deadly. And I just wanted to know, like, I never even fact-checked. But why play like that? Why? <laughs> like, people is so... <laughs> people are so aggravating. Like, why? And I just thought that was so funny because, like, the way that the internet run with stuff... And the way that you can really say anything and somebody going to believe it and be like, oh, my God, I got to stop eating it. I got it 12 days. Like, and somebody probably really seen that and only read that part and didn't further, like, go into the comments and see what was going on. And they literally probably, like, cooked their shit for 12 days, 12 nights. <laughs> the Internet is not a real place. Y'all got to wake up and realize that. It's not a real place. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's wide out here you gotta you gotta protect your neck <laughs> because they coming for you okay <clears throat> that's crazy to me <laughs> okay so um another crazy uh, another crazy thing that appears to be real is that it's illegal 
it got to be legal. I don't know. It's a drugstore or whatever. It's an adult-only drugstore. Um, the possession limit is 2.5 grams per drug, per purchase, per person. <laughs> and the drugs that they are selling are cocaine, crack cocaine, heroin, methamphetamines, and MDMA. I don't know what the fuck MDMA is, but yeah. <laughs> like you can literally just go in the store. You ain't gotta you ain't gotta wait for the for the for the dude on the corner to come sell you your crack or nothing like that. You can just go right on in the store and buy you a gram of crack. 2.5 grams of crack for $220. What? <sighs> but see, that's how you know that this these things are pushed by the people who act like, oh, it's illegal and we're gonna we're gonna put a stop to this, we're gonna put everybody in jail. Like, that's how y'all know they are pushing this stuff. That's how y'all know. Cause everything is coming to the light now. Now I don't have no choice but to bust it wide open and just like just put all the secrets on blast. Because how is this okay? It was such it was such a taboo back in the days where, you know, you had to you had to sneak and do it. Now it was just something that's just you can just openly do. Everybody that's in jail for any of these drugs, let them out. Because it's all been a setup <clears throat> since day one. It's all been a setup. Like, what? How is this a thing? It's, but you know one thing about it? Nothing really, nothing ever really amazes me these days because it's just like, like, how, how can you be amazed? When these people are so crooked and so crude, like, how can you be amazed? Like, it's just, it is what it is. It is crazy. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just want, I will never understand, but it ain't for me to understand. I see. <laughs> um, Another thing that's been really crazy is that a lot of people, they don't, you got to really watch who you with because... A lot of people take the vows for better or for worse. We already know people don't take that serious no more. That's just like, that been out the door since it started. But, um, like, a lot of people just not down for you, for real. Let something tragic happen to you in your life and see how many people fade away. You know what I'm saying? Like, let you be up, 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 and then the people that surround you when you up, watch how they fade away when you're not up the same way that you was a year ago or a month ago like it's sad how it's so hard to find genuine people in this lifetime that is one of the hardest things to do is to find genuine people to surround yourself with being fake is one of the easiest things that someone can do it's so easy to be fake it's so easy to pretend but be be real be loyal, be present. <laughs> like it's hard because it takes effort. It takes you to be a genuine person to possess those things. And not many people are blessed enough to be those type of people. <laughs> and then those are the same ones that expect that from people around them. And they couldn't do it if somebody gave them the rule book to do it. They just don't have it in them. And it's so freaking sad how 
it's just like a not a, it's not a lot of genuine people in this world the way that i carry myself these days like i value genuine people around me because i don't have many people around me and when i tell you i have been the happiest i could have ever been 10 years ago 15 years ago because i have let go of so many people that wasn't genuine who didn't really have my best interests at heart who was sitting back envious of me when i would do whatever would get them the the clothes off my back like it's sad but it is what it is but you got to understand like that is one of the hardest things that you will be able to possess in his life is people that are genuine people who are really for you people who will show up for you like it's very hard to find that and if you can find one or two people in your life that is that will show up for you and love you genuinely and wholeheartedly you take advantage of that you you hold on to that cherish that because it's very hard to find um so that leads me to this story because <laughs> i had to go all in because it's sad but it leads to the story of where is she at anybody with the name epstein is just like shouldn't be trusted anyway but where's she at her name is daniel epstein find this girl this clown her name is Danielle Epstein. She's 32 years old. She says she's running a London marathon on Sunday in honor of her ex-boyfriend. Okay? She's running a marathon in honor of her ex-boyfriend. After leaving him because his cancer battle was damaging to her mental health. Okay. <laughs> Okay. I'm sorry. I'm in a loud chair today, too, if y'all can hear it. Um, what about his mental health? Who gives a fuck about your mental health? Like, your mental health, has, it don't hold a candle to his mental health to have to be battling cancer. And then you have the audacity to run a marathon in honor of this man that you dumped and left for dead on his already probably deathbed. People are sick or and people are sick and insane. <sighs> like really sick and insane. Like how dare you? <laughs> like people really sit up and play the victim and I I just I don't understand how people can have the conscience of like an ant or something like You literally have no conscience. Like, how dare you? And you thought that was okay? Like, oh, yeah, I'm running in honor of him. And I, I honored myself. And I protected my mental health. Like, do you understand what this man could have possibly been going through? Like, no, you don't have a clue. Because you thought only of you. You were so important. You were so above this man that his health diagnosis bothered you. I, and I can understand people... Your loved ones that are around you when you're going through stuff, it does take a toll on you. But to the point where you're, you are more important than that person and what they're actually going through personally within themselves, it could never trump that. Are you, are you, she got to be crazy. Your mental health is already fucked. So like, it's not even, it ain't even about that. It was messing with it. Your mental health was not even right beforehand. That was just, that was just the tip of the, that, that was just, the, the start the straw that broke the camel's back 
That was just the end. That was just it right there. But you just was like, you told somebody that? The audacity was crazy. (laughs) The audacity was out of this world. Like you literally went and told somebody that like, yeah, I'm running this marathon in honor of what? People is nuts. People is, they crazy. I'd rather be the loneliest soul in this world than, than be, <laughs> than have a person like that in my corner that I felt like was in my corner. That would, that would take me out before the cancer. Fuck the cancer. You can speed up any, any type of death with that type of person in your life. Like what? How devastating had, did that have to be? And if she's just going around telling random people that's why she left him. Oh, I know she couldn't wait to tell him that his his cancer was messing with her mental health. Just imagine what that did to him. If he, it, it probably it probably increased the heartbreak. Probably increased any of the symptoms that he could ever have from the cancer. What? Why would you ever? How did you feel comfortable? People, people is crazy. <laughs> they crazy. Mm-mm. People is crazy, and I just feel like stay away from me. If you if you come with any of them type of vibes, I don't need the energy. I don't need the vibes. I don't need the energy. Stay away from me, cause I just be trying to figure out like why people that is like that can't seek other souls that is like that. Y'all go to destroy each other lives, but it's like people who is who is so negative and so violent and so evil, they always attach to good souls. They always attach to people who is so loving and so full of life and so bubbly, and they just come and they just, like, drain you. Like, that's crazy to me. You just woke up and was like, yeah, this, yeah, that's how I feel. And I dare somebody this <laughs> to have a problem with me feeling like that. Like, what? That's crazy. <laughs> like really crazy. Mm-mm. Um the thing, okay. So I be, I hate when I be like a week late. Because if you're a week late, baby, you might as well not even talk about it. <laughs> so I'm like over a month late. <clears throat> but the situation that happened with Usher and Chris Brown. That broke my little polo heart. Because, okay, Usher is he my cousin now? So, because I went to go see him or whatever, he we cousins. But no, <laughs> Usher, I've never really heard bad stuff about him. Like the situation with Chili or whatever, and the situation like that's normal. People cheat all the time. Don't cheat on me. But <laughs> that's just a normal occurrence, like of stuff that happens or whatever. And I never heard about him being a malicious, evil type of person is what I'm trying to say. Like, for you to be a cheater, you don't have to be malicious or evil. You just, in the heat of the moment, living in the flesh. You know what I'm saying? But, like, just evil, like, oh, girl, that I just was talking about. Like, I've never heard of him being like that. They said they, you know, allegedly he's giving people herpes and stuff like that. I don't think you have to be malicious and evil to do that. Some people are malicious and evil because they purposely do it. But I don't think... I don't know. I'm going to just shut up on that subject. I don't know. (laughs) 
But to me, I've all he's always appeared to be in um a good person, a genuine person. You know, like when you hear about the Chris the Chris Browns and his the allegations against him or the Trey songs and stuff like that, you don't really hear Usher is not in that category. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like he's a genuine person. I'm really I'm good on vibes and energy. I feel like his vibes and energy are authentic. So why the fuck did Chris Brown and his entourage feel the need to jump that man? I'm still trying to like wrap my mind around that. I don't care how late I am. I'm just trying to wrap my mind around that because it was just it was just weird to me. And I I just really need think because I love Chris Brown as a performer. I feel like he's a great performer. Like not just even like um song wise, like his stage presence and his like I feel like he is so freaking dope. Like I see Chris Brown perform and I just get hype and I be wanting to do everything I see him do. Like I love him as a performer, but as a person, he trash. And I feel like he has a lot of trauma and a lot of trauma has, um, I feel like it's, it's, it came from the situation, the relationship with him and Rihanna. I feel like it was a lot of toxicity that went on in, a, in that relationship. And a lot of people in the industry, they deal with their trauma by turning to drugs. And he needs to leave them drugs alone. You know what they say? He needs to leave, leave the drugs alone. It's to the point where they're catching them in the club, snorting, trying to act like everything cool. Like, <sighs> leave the drugs alone because it's making you even a even more vile person. And that's not cool. Somebody as genuine as Usher, this man threw you the party. He threw you the surprise party. All he's trying to do is de-escalate the situation, allegedly, from what I'm hearing, and you was like, nah, we want to beat this nigga up. Like, what What possessed you? Like, who want to fight Usher? I've never heard of, like, nobody want to fight Usher. That's just crazy. <laughs> but I don't know. I just think it, it's, to me, it's just weird. But I really feel like Chris Brown needs so much help. I just feel like he is never going to recover because I feel like, I feel like he feel like Rihanna was, like, his first and only true love. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody he's dealt with after her. They all look the same. They don't look nothing like Rihanna. They nothing like her. And I feel like that kind of like ruined him as a person. And whatever is the real reason for him behind him beating her ass, which is a lot of allegations I'm not going to get into right now. I'm sure. I don't know. Um, But I feel like it ruined him. And him just keep going and keep making songs and keep making albums and keep like touring. I feel like he need to take a step back and. Go figure out. Go nurture your your mental. Go nurture your body. Go nurture your spirit. Like you are, you messed up. As a person, you are really trash right now. These days, you have not got the proper healing that you need. Like you trash, and you are contaminating everybody that's around you. Like this entourage, that's they are the people that's like yes men. Like why would y'all even condone that or even get in on that? Like we gonna jump usher. Like these is people that's around you who ain't who who's. Who don't have the best interest, your best interest at heart, because they would have, they wouldn't have been down with nothing like that. Especially somebody who's coming in peace and just trying to de-escalate a situation. I don't get how you can turn that into, and he by himself into a situation where we about to jump this nigga. It is just weird to me. Surround yourself with the right people. If a lot of them people that's that's surrounding him, if he ain't Chris Brown, if he's not the Chris Brown, the iconic um, singer song group. Singer, songwriter, all of that stuff. So many of them, it would drop down to less than half of the people that he that he rode with. Like, 
I don't know. It's time for him to clean house. It's time for him to, you too old now. We in our 30s. It's time to get it right. You you have kids. It's time to figure it out. Because you, I know he's even more hurt now because he's seeing Rihanna progressing. Like she had to sit back and watch him have kids, but now she's having kids. And she ain't got multiple baby daddies. She got this same baby daddy that she was rumored to be with before. It, it was all rumors. Now it's actually brought to fruition and she's actually genuinely showing that she's happy with this person he's genuinely showing happiness with her and it's like she's getting her happy ending and you still sitting around here trying to figure it out so i know that got to hurt even more so while she's just moving forward her life you sitting around like just i'm spiraling spiraling out so i just feel like somebody needs he need help people need to help him Cause he is just like right now he trash, and the way the route that he's going is like it's gonna just keep going. Fart is gonna get worse. <clears throat> so yeah, like, but I was sorry. I was like, no, no, he didn't. <laughs> like what? Like no, that's crazy. Um. Okay. <laughs> so I don't like to. This is just okay this is just random but like okay so if you i don't know how you feel because i'm trying to think about the ultimate violation <clears throat> so i experienced a situation it's kind it was kind of like okay it's it's a couple it's just a random couple <laughs> and they appear to be together they you know they're doing things together whatever but this the it's one person that's in Within this couple, they have like an article of clothing that says the word single, and then it gives the meaning of single on this article of clothing. And I just want to know, like, is that not an ultimate violation? Because, huh? If we are, if we are together, we appear to be together, we came here together and all this type of stuff. But you decided that that's the article of clothing that you wanted to pack and that you wanted to wear while you were in my presence. Is that not the ultimate violation? Like, that's so disrespectful. And I don't care what kind of whatever we got going on that we know that we got going on personally. But for you to feel like you had to make that statement and make it known like that, it's just it's like the ultimate violation. I don't care. Because the fact that we came together and we appear to be together, just let it be that. Why would it be a thing that you feel like you have to make a statement? Don't even... Don't even bring me. Don't even invite me. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. That To me, that was just weird. I saw that and I just thought it was really weird. And I don't want to tap into, tap into it too much because it's just random. <laughs> but it just really, it, it piqued my interest because I just feel like that's a violation. And if we already ain't together, like, I don't know. We got to understand it. So, like, why do you have to make it known for everybody else? I don't know. I just feel like it was disrespectful. But yeah, just um, what's what's your ultimate violation? I just want to know, because <laughs> for some people it definitely is like cheating. It definitely is, you know, like abuse and stuff like that. It, it's you know, it's different things. Um, for some people, it's lack of finances. Um, just so many different things, like lack of motivation and. <clears throat> 
I don't know how that can be a violation, but for some people that that's a violation to them. But <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a few, a few little fun facts, which some of them are, one of them is not really fun, fun, but the, the peanut butter jelly sound. So I have seen that and you know, kids, everybody, everybody love that song. It's just a thing where it's just like, you know, it's a thing, <laughs> but they basically saying that the peanut butter and jelly song, the peanut butter, jelly, peanut butter jelly with the baseball bat, that. It basically is like a sexual meaning that like that's that is for like anal sex. And, you know, like during anal, what happens during anal and all that type of stuff. So they basically saying that's what it means. Then it's like peanut butter jelly with the baseball bat. So, you know, you let your mind wonder. And I was just like, it just it just goes along the lines of just another um like another situation that I heard about. And it's like, nothing is ever what it seems. Like we just be so blinded in this world. Like it is crazy. Like you just go, you just live your life every day. And you really don't know the meaning of nothing for real. Like you just, the stuff that you think you know right now, like you can sit, you can sit down right now and make a list of like 50 things that you think that you know for sure, because you've known them all your life or you learned years ago. And you could take that list and it could probably go down to like five things that is truly <clears throat> what it means. Because nothing is what it seems. Nothing is what it really means. Like everything has a hidden meaning or like a double meaning to it or just like an actual meaning to it. And I'm just like, I don't know what I thought the song meant. But to me, it was just so innocent. It just literally was peanut butter and jelly. I didn't think nothing else of it. <laughs> like... It literally was just peanut butter and jelly. I don't know. You could have, somebody could have asked me what I thought that meant, and I never would have thought that. Like, what? <laughs> I'm just like, mm-mm. Every day I know that I, every day I'm learning, I don't know shit. Like, I don't really know. So, yeah, it's crazy. Okay, but also, on a serious note, so y'all know the thing, the saying that's been going on lately on social media is that everybody trying to unbig their back. Everybody want to unbig their back, you know, you know, it's like get a summer body. You want to be a big girl. You want to be a big dude, you know, stop eating so much because you want to unbig your back. So tell me why I just recently learned that the real meaning of that is some slavery shit. So basically when the slaves used to get beat, you know, they would be swelled up and everything from um, getting beaten and stuff like that. And like they wouldn't be able to go out and do their work in the fields and all that type of stuff like that. And they would like be be out of work because they would be so swole and they couldn't, you know, they just couldn't really um, work the way that they work without being bruised up and beaten like that. So the slave owners would tell them to unbig their back. And I think they would tell them like in a way where they would have to like, um, like do something, you know, how you take the swelling down probably with like some ointment or something or like some ice, something like that. They would tell them to unbig their back so that they can come out of work. And <clears throat> child, when I tell you we can't have fun with nothing, I, and I really want to know <clears throat> who started that, who just came up with that and just be like, cause I honestly feel like it was probably somebody just playing like, Oh, that big old back. You need to unbig your back. I didn't think they was like, ooh, I'm going to use a slavery term and be like, I'm going to get back and just tell you you need to lose weight. 
Like, what? I'm just like, you can't say nothing. I'm being get back. It's a slavery term? Like, what? So I'm sorry if y'all feel like y'all can't y'all can't unbig y'all back or y'all feel crazy about saying it. My bad, but I heard the information I had to pass it on. <laughs> but what? I'm just like, <clears throat> if it ain't one thing, it's another. Like when can we just like have like regular terms and it just mean exactly what it is? <clears throat> can't even unbig your back a piece. Like it's literally some slavery shit like what the heck so yeah sorry about that guys <laughs> um yeah oh my goodness so i had i had saw this um article it was about this mother she had three kids she's <clears throat> she's australian why do all her kids got dementia and they like kids, kids. Like they kids. At the end of the day, I'm saying kids. It's not like a um a older woman with adult kids. Like, no, she has kids. Like they are literally like <clears throat> my bad, y'all. They are literally like babies for real. Like they are not like they're not teenagers or nothing. Like they're kids. And I have never heard of nothing like that. And um, I think it's it's basically a thing where like her and her husband's, you know, their genes or whatever. It's like, um, it has something to do with that. They basically were saying like the th three children has something called Neiman pick disease, which is a type of childhood dementia. They said it is terminal and there is no cure. The condition develops with when a genetic mutation is present in both parents' DNA. <sighs> That's wild. So that's kind of like even a new fear unlocks. You know how they always say like, oh, that's a new fear unlocked, new fear unlocked. Like that's a new fear unlocked because you never, I've never heard of nothing like that. Never heard nothing like that because a lot of times, you know, you hear about things like with sickle cell or whatever. You want to make sure like both parents are not sickle cell um, trait carriers and stuff like that because your child could come out and have sickle cell. But that's why it's so important to make sure you know who you are reproducing with. Excuse me. Because you never know what kind of, you know, what kind of um, health issues or background. Like, you just never know what's going on. So, it's really good to just know, you know, and to check into that type of stuff. Like, that's why it's really good to plan to have a child. Like, having a child is so scary. You just never know what can happen. Like, anything is possible. And it's like... It's very important to just, like, do shit the right way. Like, y'all know how many of us, we just out here just having babies. We just out here free for all, like, with no worries. But it's some crazy stuff that really can go on. And that's devastating. Like, really devastating. And they got to be hard. All three of your children have this same mutation. Like, huh? Like, how? That's hard. These kids probably don't even know you that you their mom or whatever. They don't even know that they siblings. They don't know. Like... That's so devastating. And I just feel like at, overall, that's one of the most devastating diseases to have because you live your whole life 
knowing, 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 knowing. And then one day you just wake up and you don't know. You don't even know how to eat. You don't even know how to think. You don't even know how to be. You don't, you don't even have, know how to be present. You don't know how to be alive. You're just here. And everything that you learned all these years, you just suddenly forget. That is a cruel disease. Like, that is one of the cruelest diseases I've ever heard of. Like, that is crazy. And it's a thing where it can it can definitely, definitely develop behind trauma. That's why a lot of people need to get their trauma in order, like, these these things that you're going through can really affect you later in life. Like, you got to really get that shit in order because it's real. And that's, like, something devastating. Like, that's I wouldn't wish that on nobody. Like, you just wake up and forget. In a world of knowing, you don't know nothing. Like, that is wild. And that's so cruel. Like, that's a cruel disease. Like, no other. <clears throat> For real. Mm -mm. another thing i want you guys to stop doing which i say it all the time stop creating chaos in your own life okay stop creating chaos in your own life the things and decisions and the choices that you make that's that could either be peace or that could be chaos you choose <laughs> To go left instead of going right, that's you choosing the chaos. Nobody is choosing that for you. Yeah, chaos can come to you, but I'm telling you to stop choosing it. Certain things you can't, you don't have no control over. But you always are left with two options. This is either go left or it's either go right. If you always choose to go left, you are creating chaos in your own life. Nobody is doing that but you. Because you always have an option. You always have a choice. You have free will. So. Stop creating chaos in your own life. I don't feel like I even need to explain it further. But if you know that this is something that you continue to do, stop creating chaos in your own life. Please. <laughs> um, I have a few sound bites that I wanted to um that I wanted to play. Or whatever. What the heck? Yeah, so I'm gonna play them and then of course I'll chime in. So yeah. Okay, let's go back. A lot of friends don't even like me. And it shows. It shows in their opinions. It shows in how they operate. It shows in how they talk with their friends. It shows that a lot of times men just go for women because that is the right thing to do. That is what we are taught up on. But a lot of men don't even really like women because you don't respect them. You don't see their worth. You don't understand them. You don't try to understand them. The only time a black man is able to actually respect a black woman is if it comes from trauma. Is if she's putting money on his books. Is if she's holding it down. That's the only time he's able to understand her or true. if she's crying. But a lot of when it comes down to black men, they do not really respect black women. They do not really appreciate black women. So you can't really, and I don't even talk about shoes. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm directing it to him, so you can't really say pick me. Because what it is, is as a gay black man, and I'm not even sexually attracted to them, I respect them and I honor them Since and I understand that they make it happen. Them. But you no, can't, you can't a lot of y'all thoughts and opinions, You cannot say that because you don't know My the emotional shit out. that we go through because we actually been in love with women. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So I'm split. 
I'm 50 50 with it or whatever. Because I have said this before that I really feel like a lot of, and not even just black men, uh, yes, my, um, I have a lot of experience, you know, years of experience of dealing with black men, but I can't say all black men or I can't just say all men in general because it just wouldn't make sense. But I feel like men in general sometimes, like, no, I, I really feel like it's a lack of respect. I do feel like it's a, a lack of like. I do feel like that. Um, I just feel like a lot of men, they rather spend more time with other men. Um, I do feel like sometimes it is an issue where it's just like, it is just the right thing to do. Like we were taught as children, oh, you know, you should like men, men should like women, you know, vice versa. I just feel like that's the thing that was taught. And I feel like a lot of people are just playing the rules, following the rules and just like, oh, this is what I'm gonna do. Cause I'm, this is what I'm supposed to do. But I really feel like a lot of men are way more comfortable with just being in a setting with other men. A lot of times I feel like they break their neck to be up under other men and to be surround themselves with them and just do things that are more male oriented. And I feel like women are more so put up on the shelf to be played with when they get ready to play with them. And it's mainly IE for show. A lot of men just like to show you off. Oh, my girl, this, she can do that. She can do that. But it's like, you love to brag on all the things that she possessed and all of her characteristics that you enjoy and love so much, but you rather spend all your time when it comes to a man. A woman is just, it's just for that. It's, I, I don't know. That's just me based off my opinion. And a lot of the things that I see is that a man just feel like a woman is just a temporary thing or just a thing where when they get ready to be bothered and to be and to deal with a woman, then they will. I I feel like they feel as though men, other men understand them more. They can relate more. And um, it's just easier to deal with other men. Now, I'm not saying that they are like particularly attracted to other men. But I'm also not saying that they're not either. <laughs> but that just goes for different, different people. I feel like some Maybe and some may not be. They just enjoy me and um, me and company and stuff like that because it's a thing. Oh, I don't have to deal with the nag and I don't have to deal with this. I don't have to deal with that. But then it becomes a thing where you lean it so much on other males is that you don't really see the value in women, and you only get certain things of value from them that you think that you want to to take and that you feel like is beneficial to you. And then it, it, to me, it just always leads to like a physical thing where like, oh, you're just going to get sex or whatever. But at the end of the day, like, I really don't want to spend quality time with this person. I really don't want to be alone with this person. And it's just a thing where I feel like men just don't understand women. And it's a thing where they just gravitate more towards men because it's more of an understanding. I can be myself. I can do this. But you also going to do all of these things with a woman. You're a woman, but you don't take the time to to nurture that relationship, to understand that relationship and to get into that person's mindset and to see how they think and how they feel about you and vice versa. Like, I just think they don't, they don't take enough time to do that because it's easier for them to just run off with their friends and just to be in the presence of other males because it's just, it's easier. <laughs> and it's the thing where I feel like a lot of men don't like women because they don't understand women. And if you just look at women at surface level and just like, what you see on the surface instead of digging deeper into really getting the understanding, of course you wouldn't like us because we're not complex. It's something that you have to understand. But I also feel that same way with women. 
we wouldn't like men if we always just looked at them at surface level. We wouldn't understand them or get them because it's always just surface level. Like men or women are not really likable at surface level. <laughs> but the thing is, you work towards getting to know people and getting to understand people and getting to to just getting to the meat and potatoes of what somebody has to offer is that that's what it is. Surface level and looks and stuff, that's not enough. So yeah, if, if it, and the thing about women, we take time to get to know you. We get to nurture your soul and your mind and your spirit. And we we do things on a different level. Things that men don't really take the time to do. Not necessarily saying they don't have the time. They don't take the time to do it and to tap into it and to figure out. They want stuff to be like easy, complex, just like cut and dry, simple. It's not like that. So that's why it's like, with women, you can't say, oh, women, they don't like me. Like, yeah, we will bash or whatever. We will do this. We will do that. But guess what? That's because we didn't dug deeper. We didn't got to know you. We didn't cut you up and flipped you up, flipped you, flipped you to the side, and we figured you out. You know what I'm saying? So then we could, now we know I really don't like this person and what they possess and all this type of stuff. But we get to know people first before we just, like, write them off. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But I do, I do agree with him. And, um, in a sense, I definitely do because I have had those feelings before. I feel like men, they really don't like women. So, yeah. And um, I really feel like people, a lot of stuff is biased though, because sometimes people can't, they can't like, um, what, what would I say? Understand the message because of who it's coming from or how it's coming or whatever. And a lot of people, because he's saying, you know, flat out, I'm a gay male. I don't, I'm not even attracted to women, but I do understand them. I do respect them. I do this. And people would be like, well, how do you get there? Like the dude said in the end, how can you even say all these things? And you don't even know what it's like to be with a woman. You know what I'm saying? But that don't mean you can't understand or be able to see the pattern of different things that go on and know. And a lot of times, like I was saying, because I spoke on this, this situation personally and with a gay male, a lot of times they're dealing with men that are, on a, that are on a DL. And, of course, they're using a woman to cover up their true intentions. And, of course, he can he can know from experience from dealing with men on a DL that's, like, don't really like women and the things they say about women and how they treat women. It shows how they feel about women. It's not it's, – it's like he got insight on it, too. Even though he don't know what it's like to be with a woman, to be in love with a woman, he still got insight <laughs> from the males that don't like women. <laughs> so, Yeah. I don't know, but I, I definitely, I agree with some points when it comes to that, because that's just what I, that's what I've seen. So, yeah, but, um, it's been real, y'all. It's been real. Please. I, I, <laughs> I plan to come back. Hopefully I don't get sick again because, you know, the weather has officially changed. It is, it is hot. When I say it's extremely hot, it's been like almost 90 degrees. And I love the heat, but it's been very hot. So when it's like extremely highs or extremely lows, like I always end up catching the cold. So hopefully I'm going to sing no more. But one day I'm going to just get on here and be like sounding crazy. And y'all just don't have to deal with it. Because I know I sound crazy now, but it's not as bad. <clears throat> so, yeah. But um, I just, I pray that you're... Your neighbors, neighbors, <laughs> I pray that your neighbors respect you, trouble neglects you, 
Angels protect you and heaven accepts you. Okay, y'all. Bye.